0: Well, folks, we are in the middle of a lot of soccer action here in Tulsa and in the Tornado Alley. We're going to talk about the Tulsa Roughnecks and their big win against Orange County SC and also big win for Tulsa Athletic on the road in Solemn Springs. We'll break down all the details for you. Also, we have U.S. Open Cup talk about. We've got USL standings. And now Heartland Division standings. We're going to jump into all that action. Big matches this weekend for both teams here locally. But first, you know what time it is. It, you got to get inside. It's getting stormy. It's it's May. It happens here in Oklahoma. You got to get away from the windows. You got to clean them closets out. Get those pillows, those blankets. Get the kids. Tell them to come inside because, folks, it's is another episode of the Tornado Alley Sock Podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you so much for joining me today. Another episode of the Beautiful Game Network Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. BGN.FM is where you can find the podcast. I'm on Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Go there, subscribe, comment. I'd love to hear what you have to say about the podcast but big weekend of soccer action here in Tulsa. Uh, I'll come in here right now and break down the both matches. Actually, uh, we had Tulsa athletic in action uh, playing in solemn Springs against Ozark FC. And we also had Tulsa roughnecks playing at one Oak field against a very tough orange County soccer club. So I'll break down. Uh, I did a little thing last night on both matches. So I'll go ahead and kick it over to that and the details for both those matches. Here they are. All right. We have a final score here at One Oak Stadium. 4-0 the result for the Roughnecks. A big, big result for Tulsa here at home against a, a very formidable opponent with uh, Orange County coming to town in really a good form. Uh, had themselves a 4-0 victory at home before making a trip out here to the Midwest. Was not in the cards for OC. They really started off the match. First 20 minutes had a really good attack. Um, I, I thought they were just on the brink of scoring just at any point, just from um, you know just some of the attacks they had playing out to the wings. Really shaky there at the beginning of the match uh, defensively. It just looked like uh, OC really came out with the attack, wanted to score early, get the game in hand. Uh, but it wasn't to it. Serta stepped up, had some great saves as well as some of the back line really made some plays to get back and to uh, really keep uh, O.C. at bay on some of those attacks. Uh, early, I believe in the 20. Let's see here, 20th minute, we had a goal by Juan Pablo Cafa, who netted a free kick from just outside. I think it was just on the semicircle there on the box. Puts it upper left hand. Really nice goal for or for uh, for Serta. I'm sorry for Juan Pablo Caffa. And then a couple minutes later, uh, we had a goal by uh, Spontest and the ball played into the box. and I believe cleared back to um, cleared back from Calistri and he finishes it up from just out just on the top side of the box. There uh, puts it away two nil at that point. Goes into halftime, and then a goal right after halftime. Uh, Joey Calistri with a nice goal to uh, make it 3-0 uh, at about the 56th minute or so. I don't have the exact uh, the the, do- the goals. and the- Actually, let's see here. I do now. Just as I said, that it popped up here. So, Svontes, Kapha's first goal, 19th minute, Svontes in, in the 22nd. And then... Uh, uh, kalistri's goal in the 79th minute he came on as a sub in the 61st so pretty efficient work there with uh, joey kalistri and then um, two minutes later swan with the brace uh, two goals uh, really funny uh, talked to uh, In's parents before the match and so they were both in attendance and so were uh, joey kalistri's uh, parents were both in uh, attendance for tonight's match and both got to see their sons score uh, scores a couple of goals there so uh, that was great to see, and I'm excited to see they were, make that long trip in and, and were rewarded with a couple of goals from, from from the folks that they came to watch. So good stuff there on Mother's Day weekend. 4-0, Tulsa took care of business, and we'll have a very busy, very busy stretch of matches coming up on Wednesday uh, at TU against uh, the U23 squad from Oklahoma City Energy. And then they turn around, take flight, I'm assuming to uh, Sacramento for their match at Sacramento on the 20th. And then um, another turnaround match on Wednesday on the 24th at Reno. So we have Oklahoma City U23 at Sacramento, at Reno. Really need to get these six points here at home against two teams that you really have a good chance of getting six points. So, you know, I thought maybe OC would be the more difficult of the two matches. And really, just Tulsa took care of business. And 4-0, good result, six points at home then the homestand. And then we'll go US Open Cup Wednesday, and then the road trip out to the West Coast to the, uh, I guess, upper Northern California, Central California, and Reno road trip for these guys. So uh, they'll be able to maybe take a little momentum going into Wednesday. Uh Oklahoma City U- U23 is a squad that they're pretty athletic. They're young. They've got a bunch of goal scorers. I believe they won tonight 3-0 in their home opener. And, uh, you know, it's a good team, great team. And speaking of uh, Orange or uh, Oklahoma City Energy U23, a uh, team that they played on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, uh, Tulsa Athletic were in action tonight as they took care of business on the road in – uh, at John Brown University there in Solomon Springs. Uh, a little bit of a venue change there kind of last minute, I think. Finally got the match finalized where they're going to play at on Thursday. So I'm sure the folks that are, uh, you know, running that have to, have to be kind of sweating a little bit moving it around uh, that close to the game time. But nevertheless, match gets kicked off in Solomon Springs. A few Tulsa fans did make the trip and got to watch their team win 3-1, uh, it was a really, you know, I thought Tulsa Athletic really dominated the match. Uh, it was a, uh, you know, it was some. I kind of expected that. Really, I think anyone that kind of keeps up with this league kind of expected Tulsa Athletic, a uh, team that's been around, has success the past five years, would go out and dominate a team that's new to the league. But to Oz or to Ozark's credit, they 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 fought through it. Got a goal on a PK, which didn't see what happened. I was kind of looking away, and I didn't see the replay, so I'm not quite sure exactly what happened, but it looked like a, one of their attackers were fouled in the box, and they called it and called the PK, and they buried it, and it made it 2-1 there just uh, just right after halftime. And then uh, two goals in the early uh, stages were by uh, Garcia and um, and. Uh, Popping both both goals there in the first half for Tulsa, and then the third goal, uh, I think Dave Leung had the third goal for Tulsa uh, late stages. I think maybe the eighty-third or so minute there. So anyway, Tulsa Athletic, both Tulsa Athletic and Tulsa Roughnecks victorious tonight. So if you watch both those games, you got to see some goals. All good stuff there. Uh, Tulsa Athletic, uh, their next match is actually at home on the 20th as they get to play Ozark FC again. So kind of an interesting weird scheduling there with the uh, Ozark playing a home match against Tulsa Athletic and then turning around and going on the road to come to For- La LaFortune Park on the 20th to play the return match. So that's it. Uh, other action, just see if I can get a score on the which FC Wichita match as it was a tie match when I was checking it out earlier I don't believe it's gone final in fact let's see here it is late in stages in that match and it appears to be still tied at two yeah I think that's uh, just kind of thumbing through here so anyway tied at two I believe late in stages so if something happens between here and there then that's news to me so tulsa if that result stands tulsa athletic will be on top of the table for the heartland division after i guess the second week technically there's a match between little rock rangers and dallas city last week so then that split a tie so if this is a tie then they will still be at top table with three points anyway we'll have a little more a little more recap of a couple games this week and um We'll talk about that here a little bit later as Tulsa will get to play a lot of matches here. Pretty quick succession. And, of course, Tulsa Athletic with their first home match coming up on Saturday. That'll do it here at 1 Oak Field. 4-0 victory to Tulsa Roughnecks. All right, so we've got the breakdown of those two matches. So let's go and take a look at what other action we had around the USL. Uh, on Wednesday, we had a few matches. We had Open Cup going on, but at the same time, we had a few oh, uh, USL matches here. Uh, Portland Timbers 2 playing switchbacks. It ended in an exciting nil-nil draw. I hate nil-nil draws, by the way. <laughs> and as any red-blooded American, right? Anyway, uh, LA Galaxy 2 and Salt Lake City played Real Monarchs, I should say, of Salt Lake City. 3-0 uh, on the road in LA, Salt Lake City, they're the real deal. Just just letting y'all know. Y'all already know this, though. Because I've been listening to that podcast, and I've been telling you from my, the inception of the podcast that they would be good this year. Hey, I get right every once in a while. It's like a broken clock's right twice a day situation. So when it does happen, I have to let everybody know that Roger, this one weird time, got something right. But anyway, uh, of course, Thursday, uh, Tulsa taking care of business. 3-1 over the white cap's. And there's also uh, Charlotte Independence putting a five-burger on New York Red Bulls 2. Isn't that crazy? 5-1. I can't believe how much they've dropped off. Red Bulls 2, that is. Anyway, uh, just thumbing through here on Saturday this weekend. Had some good matches. Uh, Really interesting results here on the east side of the country. Um, We had Orlando City B going to... FC Cincinnati in front of 25,000-some-odd fans there in Cincinnati and got a 2-0 victory in Cincinnati. Uh, things aren't getting better there in Cincinnati, that's for sure. It seems like uh, kind of struggling there, a little bit of struggle in Cincinnati. Uh, let's see here, just thumbing through. There's a few. Uh, Charleston Battery winning over St. Louis FC, 1-0. Tampa Bay Rowdies over Louisville City, 2-0 at home. Big victory there for the Rowdies. Uh, let's see here. Roughnecks, of course, got the 4-0 victory at home. RGV Toros, another 1-0 victory for RGV. This is over Swope Park Rangers. This is a big win for the Toros, a match that I was very interested in. So it's for them to get another. They're just uh, putting together wins as long as you are not playing Tulsa, I guess, is the only thing. But they're beating everybody else. So good for those guys! Uh, big win there for RGV, and just uh, so sort I'm of pull up some stats here and just uh, look a little more detailed into this. And of course, it's not pulling up for me. So naturally, live radio, right? Uh, Smoke Bark Rangers. Uh, had a lion share of possessions, fifty-eight uh, percent. Had a goal by Wharton of Rio Grande Valley FC in the fourteenth minute not sure if he played against us or not. I'm not, it's not ringing a bell. But anyway, a uh, big win there for RGV FC. Bad hope, Edenburg, Texas. Always a tough place to play. And let's see here. A few more results. Uh, San Antonio FC and Seattle Sounders 2 in in a nil-nil draw at San Antonio. Probably not the results you want if you're San Antonio. You want to make sure and clean the house when the two teams come to town and for them to get in a nil-nil draw. I know Billy Forbes got a little banged up in that match. I think he came back in, but obviously he's a catalyst for that team, no question. Uh, Billy Forbes there scoring tons of goals there for San Antonio FC. Uh, As we go on here, Salt Lake City got it done at home against Sacramento Republic 2-0. Yeah, like I said earlier, Uh, The Monarchs are a real deal. you got to fear the Monarchs. I'm telling you, that's a tough bunch there. And I believe they should be pretty close to first place. Now, we'll take a look at standings here in a little bit. And then Oklahoma City going on the road, losing an absolute heartbreaker. Of course, if you're a Tulsa fan, you're probably LOLing a little bit. uh, But (laughs) got a um, PK in stoppage time to tie the match 1-1. Only to be to lose the match in the fifth minute of stoppage time on a goal by Sean Wright Phillips to put the Phoenix Rising over Oklahoma City Energy 2-1 at home. Uh, Big victory for the uh, Phoenix Rising FC there. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm sure the folks at... uh, Rising is one, we'll have a great breakdown on this game. More more detail than I'm providing here, but yeah, big win for the Phoenix Rising at home over Oklahoma City Energy, who just cannot seem uh, to put together a group of results right now. A team, you know, some folks have uh, put down as uh, one of the biggest, uh, you know, Diamond FC Cincinnati, I guess. As uh, uh, some of the more disappointing teams of the 2017 campaign, you know, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It is what it is, and you know, it's just, uh, yeah. It, I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure what you can, you know, make of it other than, yeah, you know, some teams just aren't getting it together, and yeah, it happens. It happens. So we'll see. I know James Polling on Twitter had mentioned that alluded to the fact that Oklahoma City may make some moves here. I know there was a, a kind of a trade or a, a, I'm not really sure how it would really – I guess a trade would be the best way to describe it. Danny Koenig going to FC Cincinnati and Andy Craven, I believe, coming back. He was at Oklahoma City last year, but he will be leaving FC Cincinnati come to Oklahoma City. And from what I understand, it might have relieved a little bit of cap room there for not really cap room, but maybe some cash there for Oklahoma City to make up a couple moves. But anyway, we'll see what happens there. And then another match that uh, happened today, Vancouver Whitecaps 2 over switchback, Colorado Springs switchbacks, 3-1. So I don't know what that was a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was an anomaly. We look back in season and go, man, how did switchbacks beat the Roughnecks 3-0? But really, switchbacks haven't been in good form since that match, really. So I can't believe Whitecaps, two beat them 3-1. Anyway, a team that really we dominated for the most part here in Tulsa. So anyway, let's uh, take a look at the standings. I think there's another game going on right now uh, with the LA Galaxy 2 playing uh, randomly, (laughs) most random game of the year, Galaxy playing uh, Red Bull New York 2 and I don't think I have a score on that at the moment but I uh, know maybe they haven't even kicked off yet but anyway so that that game was still to be determined but let's look at the standings while we're at it just for kicks and grins uh, right now in the west I mean we've got to go in the east Charleston Battery still on top Rowdy's behind 17 so 19 for Battery 17 for the Rowdies. Pittsburgh Riverhounds, look at you. Mongols, I know those guys are excited. 14 points, third place. Red Bulls, New York, fourth place or tied or how? I guess on gold diff they're down. So that could change tonight. Um, and then Louisville City, Orlando City B, St. Louis, and FC Cincinnati still hanging around the line. Tied with Bethlehem still. And let's see here. Let's go to the west, get a little more deets here on the west. San Antonio FC still in first place. 23 points, but Monarchs have a match in hand with 21 points. So Monarchs can uh, leapfrog San Antonio FC and may. I mean, the way they're playing, I wouldn't see why not. Uh, Colorado Springs switchbacks have played 10 matches but have 13 points, so that puts them in third place. Uh, Seattle Sounders, too, with uh, nine matches played, 13 points, so they have a match in hand over switchbacks. Uh, Rio Grande Valley FC, uh, only seven matches played, 12 points. So, you know, there's a few teams here that only played, like Tulsa Roughnecks have played seven, Swelt Park Rangers have played seven, and Vancouver Whitecaps have played nine. And right now, folks, Tulsa fans, get ready for this news. You're above the line. You're in the playoff contention as it stands right now. Take away the 3-0 defeat, the 3-0 forfeit. You're right there in the mix. But... But but, but got to talk about big road trip coming up for the Roughnecks. Uh, like I mentioned on the breakdown earlier, got you're playing Reno and Sacramento Republic. Sacramento Republic, I think, is due for a good run of matches. But yeah, Tulsa's playing really well right now. A lot of momentum coming. From, excuse me, coming from the past week. The past week, yeah, with the Thursday-Saturday setup. We'll see how they go, how they do on the road on a long extended road trip. That's always a telltale sign of what makes a good team, separates a good team from a regular, like a normal team, how well they do on the road. So we'll see how this all unfolds. I know we have a couple of roustabouts, maybe some Tulsa fans that will be in attendance for both matches. So just a heads up for those Sacramento Republic fans to be on the lookout for some crazy people wearing orange clothes. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll treat you well. They'll treat you well. So anyway, so that's the uh, stats there in the USL. So let me segue now to the Heartland conference here in the NPSL. There was a couple of matches played. I uh, really, uh it, it seems that the Heartland Conference has not gotten to the full swing yet. I was expecting a lot I was expecting everybody to play this weekend but just happened to you know just for whatever reason not everybody was playing this weekend. I expected just a full slate of matches, everybody you know in action but it, that wasn't the case. And actually, you know, uh we had a well, I guess the Little Rock Rangers and uh, FC Wichita at, at FC Wichita. I remember talking uh, on the, I guess on the detail when I was breaking down that Tulsa Athletic match. Uh, it did end in a two-two draw with FC Wichita. So we have a, uh, I guess yeah, Tulsa Athletic are in first place in the Heartland Division, Heartland Conference. But really, uh, you know, there's not not much action right now, but. It will heat up, and there will be more matches. Uh, Friday, FC Wichita turns around to play at Dallas City FC. And we have the demise NPSL making their debut going to Little Rock Rangers and Ozark FC making the turnaround back to at Tulsa Athletic at LaFortune Stadium, 7.30 here in Tulsa on Saturday. And then we have so we have three matches there coming up next week. And then after that, after Tulsa plays Ozark FC, they will have their first match against the demise in PSL, which is formerly the Joplin demise. That match will be played at Branson High School, by the way. Since they're kind of the southwest uh, Missouri demise now, they're not really uh, just Joplin now. They're, They're kind of changing it up and are playing in multiple sites. So there you go. So uh, both teams in action this weekend here in Tulsa. Uh, The Roughnecks are on the road. So if you'd love to go by, check out some local soccer, the the, uh, Tulsa Athletic will be in town. And then on Wednesday, of course, you have Tulsa Roughnecks playing uh, the uh, OKC U23 team, Oklahoma City Energy U23 team. And real quick – just so you folks know, that's almost like a completely different ball club. They, yeah, they train with the energy, but they don't play. Uh, you know, you, they, those players can't play on the energy since it's a, a professional club. So they will be. So it's kind of like it's its own separate club. So yeah, Oklahoma City Energy U twenty three did win three 0 over FC Claiborne They're at UCO. They're playing their matches there this year. So. Uh, a team victorious against Tulsa Athletic. Last Wednesday, coming in, a little bit of momentum. Uh, It should be a pretty good match against... You don't want to just overlook someone like this. They're going to be excited to play a professional club in Tulsa Roughnecks. Um, They've got Noah Keats, who scored a couple of goals there this weekend, who scored a bunch of goals for Oklahoma City Energy U23 last year. Uh, You've got the TU kid... uh, uh Puig, who scored against uh Tulsa athletic they they're a good team they're a good team and it's uh you know you just can't overlook teams you, you everyone is coming after you in this thing especially for professional club so you got to get after them early you got to get 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 a score on the board early on in that match and really to be able to set the tempo and just defend like heck. Uh, you don't want to give up a silly goal. There's weird squirrely things that happen at this level. I know Tulsa, um, the Tulsa Roughnecks will be taking this match very seriously. And, you know, some people said that Oklahoma City Energy U23, you know, I was just talking to, you know, during the uh, Tulsa Athletic match, I was talking to Sonny D'Alessandro and he was saying, hey, this is uh, Oklahoma City Energy U23 teams, good. And in fact, he told me that uh, it's a team that he expects to be a favorite to win the PDL. So that's a uh, tells you what type of team that we're dealing with here on Wednesday at TU 7 o'clock. And for folks who are season ticket holders for Tulsa Roughnecks, you can exchange your exhibition match ticket for free to be able to enter the match uh, without having to pay on Wednesday. So just little FYI for season ticket holders for the Roughnecks if you don't have season tickets it's i think 10 bucks there at the door should be able to get in no problem so though that's one match on Wednesday and we have a whole slew a whole slew of US Open Cup matches on Wednesday maybe Thursday I think there might be a couple of Thursday matches here but anyway let's let's just kind of go through the list here and Little little thing I like to do called putting people on upset alert. It's a little thing, a little game I like to play because um, it's my podcast, so I can do what – like I said, I can do what I want, right? Make up games, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, we have lots of opponents this week playing you know, local qualifiers, NPSL, PDL, uh, teams going up against some of the – uh, professional clubs, uh, so you know there's some matches. I think uh, certainly, uh, you know, uh, Harrisburg City Islanders going to Ocean City Nor'easters, the Cosmos going to Reading United. It's uh, you know, making those road trips. Any team we have to make a road trip, you're playing somebody middle of week. I think that kind of has to put you on a little bit of a upset alert plane, right? Uh, a lot of these teams, even these local qualifier teams, are packed with professional players or former professional players. Uh, guys who've, uh, you know, pub teams, that guys have known each other for a long time and played together for a long time. Maybe some of these, uh, these USL teams and NASL teams have, they've had a few weeks of uh, soccer under their belt by this point. But they could be playing a team that's uh, in bad form right now. You know, you have the Charlotte Eagles, uh, good team, the PDL, hosting Charlotte Independence. You know, how's that going? I mean, Charlotte Independence typically uh, has had pretty good luck in that match and have, have had favorable results. But, yeah, maybe this is the year the Eagles put it to the Independence. They're both good teams, so who knows? Uh, Miami FC hosting the Jacksonville Jacksonville Armada. You know, Miami United FC, good team. Charleston Battery going on the road to play the Silverbacks. Yeah, Charleston Battery's the best team in the East, but doesn't mean anything. You know, Atlanta Silverbacks, that's a very formidable opponent in the NPSL. So maybe would that, would that put them on upset alert? Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Just a few more matches just thumbing through here. Riverhounds, Pittsburgh Riverhounds at Chicago FC United. A team that, you know, I think Riverhounds have, have been in pretty good form lately. Should take care of business there. But what about this Christos uh, FC going to Richmond Kickers? Richmond's uh, been a little bit in bad form lately. Could that be an upset? Here's a couple of my, uh, I guess my upset alert type picks. I'm going to go with, here are my, I'll, I don't know how many I have, but I have a few. Uh, let's see here. FC Tucson at Colorado Springs switchbacks. Switchbacks ever since that Tulsa match have not played very well. FC Tucson has put some bo- put some scores on the board and have been known to, I mean, you know, they took care of business against the Colorado Rush. Decent team. That's a team that I think may be on upset alert. I'm going to put them on upset alert. I'm hitting the button. That's me hitting the button. They're in the watch. They're not on alert. They're just on, you know, upset alert. You know, just just, hey, just hey, heads up, everybody. Just, just putting folks on notice. I have another team I'm going to put on upset alert. Phoenix Rising FC, you're officially on alert. Or warning or watch, whatever it is. They haven't played yet, but at Fresno Fuego. Team with uh, professional aspirations in Fresno, California. There they go. It's a good team. Team that uh, has had some upsets in the past. So Phoenix Rising, you're on alert. Reno FC, you're on alert. OSA FC going on the road to play Seattle. In Seattle, midweek match. Most likely have to take a flight. I hate to do it, but I'm going to put you on alert. You're on alert. Another team. St. Louis FC. No, I'm not going to put you on alert. I'm not going to do it. I think you'll have enough quality there to get past FC Wichita. If FC Wichita would have beat Little Rock Rangers this weekend, like a 4 0 or a 3 0, I would have uh, put you on alert, but I think St. Louis should have have enough quality there to get past. FC Cincinnati, you're on alert. AFC Cleveland, great side, great team. Won the NPSL last year. FC Cincinnati is limping into this match. I know it's a home match. It's a midweek match, midweek game. I'm going to put you on alert. SC Cincinnati. I know it's home. I get it. You're on alert. And last team I'm going to put on upset alert. Well, maybe I won't put you on it. Yep, I'm going to. I'm going to do it. Richmond Kickers, you're on alert. Christos FC. I think that may be a better game. Than people are expecting. That's all. So anyway, those are the teams I'm putting on alert or won't watch. You're not really. I don't know if alert means like you're losing and oh gosh, it's a. I don't know how that works, but anyway, those are my teams that I think have a potential to pull off the big wins in the second round. So there we go. Maybe I'm dead wrong. You guys can make fun of me or tell me that's those are terrible picks, Roger. That's fine. Come on. Let's talk about it. Hashtag. What do we want to name this? Hashtag. Don't go Rogers picks. Hashtag Rogers picks. Or hashtag upset alert. Cup set alert. Yeah, let's do that. Hashtag cup set alert. Cup set alert. Let's talk about it. Who do you got? Who do you think is going to be a team that will fall victim to an amateur side in the second round. Tell me about it. Let's talk about it. Anyway, those are my picks and um, they will be good. I'm excited for another great round of the 2018 or 2017 US Open Cup. So on that note, I will go ahead and bid you guys an adieu. I will most likely have another episode drop this week at some point. Uh, I'm just, unless something happens, uh, I'm hoping I'll have a recording out for Thursday morning, but uh, for the review of the Open Cup. So hopefully, maybe I can get on somebody. We can have a discussion about the uh, Sacramento Republic. If not, I'll just break it down uh, at this point. If I can get somebody, great. If not, no, we'll just, we'll talk about it. No problem. Anyway, on that note, bgn.fm is where you can find the podcast. Twenty O Valley Soccer Podcast. That's the that's the place to go. Maybe there's an old episode you really liked, or maybe like, oh gosh, Roger had a real hot take here. Maybe it was one of the episodes where I said Arsene Wenger should be out. Whatever it is, we'll pull it up. Uh, Arsenal. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. I I I know nothing. That's all. I, I can't tell you anything about Arsenal. But anyway, you can pull that up. Make fun of me. That's fine. Great. Bring it on. Let's talk about it. Anyway, BGN.FM, Tornado ice Podcast. That's it for this week. You guys have take care of yourselves. Have a good one. Love you guys. God bless. Take care.